Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and wellness and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is how to navigate uncertainty with discernment and peace of mind. Quite a challenging task, isn't it? For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or my Instagram account, georginahudson.coach, my name, surname, dot coach. Hello, hello, how are you today? And my mood today is radically different from my mood uh, in past um, podcasts. Why? Because when I was about to write this week's blog and I had the topic and everything, I remembered that exactly two years ago, government announced that we were in a national lockdown as a result of COVID. Can you believe that? We have lived all this time without knowing what direction our jobs would take, what would happen to our studies or to our children's studies, to our finances, which have been severed, and to our health above anything else. Because I still remember we didn't know what COVID was and how it was going to accept it. Do you remember that we could only go out to the supermarket or we could go to the pharmacists or we could take the dog out and that was it. My God, so before we start today's topic, which is uncertainty and how to navigate it, let's take a deep breath, inhaling through the nose and exhaling through our mouths with a loud noise of relief. And I'm not going to talk about the pandemic. I just wanted to tell you that I paused and changed my original topic because I want to talk about how my clients and I feel in these uncertain times. And as usual, what happens in the outside world impacts our inner landscape and how we feel, how we think and how we are spiritually will help us sort out what is going on in the outside world. And talking about uncertainty, I think that at least intuitively, we all know that certainty is an illusion, right? We may believe that we, if we have everything under control and behave with some predictability, nothing bad will happen to us. But then life teaches us that there are setbacks, And this happened over and over again. And that the more we try to avoid those setbacks or, or those turns that life takes, the more suffering and the more exhaustion we cause to ourselves. And I told you that when I was younger, a lot younger, I'm 45 and I'm talking about being 18, 20 years old. I told you how badly I tried for my life to be predictable because I cringed at the idea of, you know, not knowing what was going to happen to me. And <laughs> life, you know, knocked me down until I was on my knees crying and trying to learn a new way of living. And as the proverb says, and I don't know where the proverb comes from, but it's a 
very famous one, no one stands in the same river twice. Because the river, like life, keeps running. We cannot stop it. Voltaire said, Doubt is not a pleasant condition, but certainty is something absurd. I repeat, doubt is not a pleasant condition, but certainty is something absurd. Those are wise words, but to tell you the truth, they feel like a stone in my belly. You know, it's like somebody made me eat a frog and it is, you know, I am trying to digest it. (laughs) Because uncertainty unsettles me. Even if it is inevitable, even if I'm equipped for it, even if I have changed. And, you know, so I want to help you. Let me help you with this topic. And first of all, I'd like to highlight something very important about uncertainty, because there are things that we don't expect that we suddenly celebrate because we wanted them. And there are things that we don't expect that come as a stone in our bellies and we don't celebrate them. And let me give you examples about the first group. Think about moving to a new house or having a new job or having a child or a new relationship. The uncertainty that those examples bring about is wonderful. The challenge starts when we aren't ready for any new life changes. Because maybe you were looking for a house, but it was on hold and, you know, you couldn't find it. Or maybe you were looking for a new job and you had applied for a ton of jobs and nothing happened and then you were looking you know to become pregnant and you you wanted to become pregnant but nothing happened but then suddenly that unexpected thing happened and you loved it when it did but what happens when uncertainty knocks on our door and we open it and we panic because we don't know what to do Neuroscience has taught us that in stressful situations, the brain reacts by fighting, fleeing, freezing, or looking for more pleasant ways of living. You know, think about being very stressed and trying to cover it up by drinking or having sex or watching porn or eating a lot. So that fighting, fleeing, freezing, or looking for something more pleasant to do. This biological reaction is adapted adaptative. Our species wouldn't have survived if it hadn't been equipped with these defense mechanisms because they are just that. But today we have more tools to avoid reacting in that usual and primitive way when uncertainty strikes. And I love a phrase by Thomas Merton. Today I have a lot of phrases about uncertainty because I I did some research, you know, I wanted to have lots of phrases and to get inspiration to write, you know, the blog for the ones who who read, uh, mind you, the ones who listen to me, li- listen to a lot more than what I write. Anywho, so Thomas Merton said, you do not need to know precisely what is happening or exactly where it is all going. What you need is to recognize the possibilities and challenges offered by the present moment and to embrace them with courage, faith and hope. 
Oh, I love that. I'm going to repeat it. You don't need to know precisely what is happening or exactly where it is all going. What you need is to recognize the possibilities and challenges offered by the present moment and to embrace them with courage, faith and hope. But let me tell you that to recognize the opportunities and obstacles that the present moment presents us with, we need to pause and to develop a presence that observes and witnesses what is going on. And it is so counterintuitive because when we don't know what will happen, our tendency is to start doing, to start thinking compulsively or to overload ourselves with tasks that don't add value to the situation but help cover it up. Now, what would you say if I told you that those reactions are part of our comfort zone? Why? Because the brain interprets that those are the ways you have to keep yourself safe. And I know I'm already listening to all you screaming, what do you mean if I'm killing myself to solve this? What comfort zone are you talking about? Certainly not, my, certainly not mine. This is something somebody told me. <laughs> I know, because I have been there, and if someone had told me that, I would have shouted too. And that is, you know, what I hear when I hold space for my clients, and they tell me exactly that. But let me give you an example, with permission, of course, of my client. Uh, She's single, she's a single client, and she's convinced that she's not going to meet anyone nice in the place where she lives. And even less so in our current circumstances with COVID and everything. She had several experiences that didn't end well and she became frustrated. She goes out with her friends and children. And in a way, you know, going out with families um, makes her feel even more lonely. It highlights her solitude, her loneliness. And we talk a lot in our sessions about what triggers her and we delve into what may be going on. And when I ask her what lies behind her refusal to go out, she tells me all the reasons why she can't stand men from her culture. And although being in a relationship is what my client wants the most, avoiding opening up to a new relationship is part of her comfort zone. Why? Because the brain interprets that if she opens up, she's going to be in danger. So what the brain does in this particular case is freeze. My client freezes and covers up whatever is going on and doing things that are not healthy for her. So going back to the dating and everything... She cannot think about going out with someone from a place of detachment from the outcome or from a place of fun in the process because she feels stressed. So what can we do to avoid despairing in the face of uncertainty? How can we develop an attitude of curiosity in the face of the unknown? And as usual, the first step is to accept what we feel. And no one says it's easy, 
but it's important to acknowledge it. And I have certainly shared with you many of the things that have, you know, um, stricken me uh, for these two, for the last two years. And I did try to cover things up or pretend that nothing was going on until, you know, I had to open my eyes and accept what was going on. And, you know, I, I developed this presence, like I said, as I usually say to my clients, sit, sit in the seat of awareness. Sit in the seat of awareness and observe. It's very important. Oh, it's, it's hard. No one says it's easy. But it's important to acknowledge what is going on. And let me tell you that in Buddhism, there's something that is very nice. It's a parable about being shot with two arrows. The first arrow hurts, but the second hurts more. And do you know why? Because the first arrow is an unwanted event. We can't control it and it hurts because it happens. The second arrow is our reaction where we double our suffering because we focus on the pain that will happen to us when that arrow shoots us. This doesn't mean that we're going to shrug our shoulders and give up and, you know, say, okay, that's it. No, it's quite the opposite. And I'm telling you this because sometimes when I talk about acceptance with my clients, they tell me, so what do you mean that I need to give up? No, no, no. Listen to me. It's quite the opposite. We are going to respond to what we need from a place of calm. And we are going to avoid reacting by fighting, fleeing, freezing, or covering things up. And then, layer by layer, and that's why I suggest you seek professional help. Hmm? we are going to start diving into ourselves and asking ourselves. And you can do it on your own too, okay? So that's why this podcast is offered to you for free every week because I want to reach you, I want to help you. So when you are in a place of desperation, let's say, because you're not feeling good with uncertainty and you can feel it in your bones, ask yourself, what does this situation want to teach me? What can I do to relieve what I feel? How can I reinvent myself? And trust me, the process of shredding skin brings about a lot of grief, but it also allows us to give birth to new behaviors. So take pen or a pencil and a piece of paper and start writing all the answers to the questions I have just asked you. And in this process, it is very important to be self-compassionate, to soothe ourselves. And I suggest you can try meditation, contemplation, praying, if you have faith, deep breathing, taking walks outdoors, and being gentle with what you say to yourself. Because mind you, sometimes we are our worst enemies. And I wrote an example about what I'm trying to say here. So... Think about this. You know a young child who is upset because he has a test at school and he doesn't understand the subject very well. The test is tomorrow. He's studying by heart and he's crying because he's afraid of failing. Something similar has already happened to him and his reaction was the same. 
gobbling up the material for fear of failing. And you see him and you see the pain in his face and the tears rolling down his cheeks. Oh, it makes me cry because I was that child. My children, my children have certainly been there too. What would you do? Would you tell that boy, hurry up, there is little time left. Try harder. Hey you, listen, if you don't prepare well, you will do badly. Come on, you know, stop crying. Or, B, are you going to tell him, come here, let me hug you. Rest your head here and tell me, what are you afraid of? What would be good for you right now? And you will probably, you would probably clean his face. And I think the answer speaks for itself, right? And let me tell you something that is sad, but true. That scared child is you and me when we despair in the face of uncertainty. But as usual, there is light at the end of the tunnel. We just need to be aware of these reactions and these ways of, you know, responding. Michael Singer in his book The Untethered Soul tells us that the reason we want things to go the way we plan them to go is that that, some, that at some point sorry in our lives something happened to us that made us feel bad. That is why we do everything we can to avoid pain and the uncertainty of the situation repeating itself. Michael Singer calls this samskara. This is a term from yoga. A samskara is a blockage or an impression of the past and it is an unfinished uh, pattern of energy that ends up directing your life. So, if you want to be freer from the tension that uncertainty brings about, ask for help, invest in that because you're going to find your samskara, the blockage that is directing the concert right now, your life. And then you can do the most loving thing that you can do in the present with what this moment has to offer, even if our legs are shaking because we don't know what will happen. When we witness what is happening to us with calm courage and interest, we are more lucid to find our inner resources one step at a time and one breath at a time. And I remember one of our subscribers who messaged me and she told me, Georgie, I am listening to you. I listen to you every every week and, you know, I, I have been offered this job and, you know, I know I need to take action, but I don't feel ready and I think I need more preparation. It's just when I said to her, mm, I think it's your perfectionist tendency that is um, stepping in the way of your realization. So go ahead and start, even before you think you're ready. You know, in the face of uncertainty, we might feel fear, but nobody said being courageous is acting without fear. We're going to feel fear and we're going to accept it. We're going to acknowledge it. And then we're going to think about all the things I've asked you and think about that boy who's who's crying because that's you and that's me. I hope this blog podcast has relieved you. If you know someone who needs it, forward it to them and invite them to subscribe. 
In this way, we can build bridges to help one another. And it's very important that we start helping each other, you know, from a place of contribution. That is something wonderful that we can do. And it is very easy. And the ones uh, who make the podcast possible also appreciate your recommendation. You can recommend us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or Google if you follow us uh, through our website. And that makes us more visible and inspires us to help more and more people week after week. Also, you know, uh, tell your friends about us and, you know, this is all about growing together. And attention, attention, attention! I had forgotten. There's one week left for the spring giveaway for one month of free group coaching with me. I know I sound like those TV ads, but you know, this is amazing. This is the first time I'm going to be doing this. We are going to pick, uh, pick up like eight or ten names and if the people we choose are english-speaking people or spanish speakers then we will have to make two groups which doubles your possibilities so please jump on this um wonderful opportunity and to participate you can do it very easily just subscribe to this podcast or blog um, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, remember you need to participate by subscribing to the um, blog through our um, web and then follow my Instagram account and share the giveaway post on your Instagram. So three steps, subscribe to the blog, follow my Instagram account, share the giveaway post on your own Insta. A big hug. I know it's not easy to navigate uncertainty. It is certainly not easy for me, but together we are stronger and together we rise and we are here to help each other. A big, big hug. <laughs>